You're on the mic with JD, an extraordinary show for ordinary people. Let's go. What's up, good people? It's your boy JD. So I want to talk to you guys about talent management, right? So I had a discussion yesterday uh, with a with someone about talent management and, and uh, leadership and counseling and things like that. And, you know, we were talking about the, the new way of counseling, right. To, to be able to do it on your phone, right. I, I can do your counseling on an app and then I can send it to you. You sign it, you acknowledge and you send it back and you sign takes out the human aspect of what counseling was meant to be. Um, And then I started thinking about from a talent management standpoint, you know, are we allowing algorithms to choose the best leaders for our organizations? So, you know, I wanted to essentially kind of talk to you guys about talent management and and where I see it from my perspective um, and the things that make a successful leader uh, lead a successful organization. So when you're looking at onboarding talent, right, you're looking at who's the right fit for your organization or you come to an organization new um, and then you 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 look at the talent that's across the board. Um, and, and they may not be in the right place. You may have talented people who are just not in the right position. So with that, right, so you got to look at how you strategically plan to put your people in, in a position to win. And, you know, the things that I used to do in my organization, right, I, I would I would look at people's strengths, right? I would look at their weaknesses. You know, I do the same thing to myself. And, you know, with that, I'm able to to understand where I can put somebody to value and exercise their strengths. Right. Because nobody wants to be put in a position to fail. Period. You know, there's nothing else really to say about that. Right. Like nobody wants to fail and we don't want to put people in a position to fail. So we're going to look at attributes, competencies. Uh, what we call knowledge, skills, and abilities, right? So what we should be doing as senior leaders is taking a look at where this person's been, right? Where this person is uh, most effective. And, you know, we should look within our organization and say, you know, this organization is great, but they're missing this piece. And then from that, I have a key leader I can put in that position because that's the missing link. You know, nowadays, you know, it's all done through algorithms. There, there are a human, there is a human aspect to it uh, to kind of validate, right. That we have the right person going to the right place, but it doesn't always work out that way. You know, so many times I've seen, Senior leaders put in a position, you know, they were supposedly the best fit for 
for that organization and they failed miserably, right? Ended up getting relieved, fired, whatever. Um, and it's sad, you know, because people are being forced in a position that they're not ready for. They haven't been properly groomed for, you know, they, they may have tons of education, but experience is what most people lack in leadership. Um, you know, and, and that affects retention in an organization, uh, that affects climate and, and, and a slew of other things. Um, you know, talent management is also part of um, developing, right? So in order to groom a, a great leader, you know, that leader must be developed properly. Um, there's three pillars of education. We've talked about that before, right? So institutional, uh, you got your, your OJT, right, on the job, and then you have self-developing. You know, self-developing is the most important Um and you know you, you know what you're missing, right? Um, as a leader, you should. Um, if it's interpersonal skills, then you need to work on that, right? How to be more personable with people, how to how to be more tactful. Um, you know, I've often found like leaders that have to tell people like, I'm the first sergeant, I'm the platoon sergeant, I'm this, I'm in charge. You're usually not. Right. Uh, you're lacking something. But, you know, you constantly have to develop. We're constantly developing. You should be developing um, in some way, shape or form. Do I think, you know, uh, an associate's degree, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, a doctorate makes a great leader? Not necessarily. Right. I believe through experience, you're you're able to grow. And, and develop who you are. Now, do you need to be educated uh, to a sense to to make good sound decisions and and things like that? Sure. You know, I don't know how much education is going to uh, necessarily teach you those things. But, you know, in a way, um, you know, you're working intellectually to uh, to to stimulate yourself and make yourself better. Um which is not a bad thing, right? I just don't necessarily think that, you know, degrees make great leaders. You know, I think being in leadership positions and having that experience, you know, will groom you to be a great leader um, in whatever organization that that you choose. So, um, you know, I, I, I wanted to touch base, like, I don't necessarily think we always get talent management right. Um, I see a lot of people in our career field um, put in positions and struggle, struggle pretty bad, uh, honestly, in my opinion. And um, it's not fair to them. It's not fair to the people that they lead. It's not fair to the organization. It's not fair uh, to our, you know, our, our business as a whole, you know, and, you know, I no way, shape or form are saying like I'm perfect and I got it all figured out. But you know, when we talk about talent management, I, I look at all attributes. I look at all competencies. I look at past performance and I look at full potential, right? Where's this person been? Uh, where's this person going and how far can this person go? And, um, you know, oftentimes if you have a candid conversation, you sit somebody down across from you and you look them in the eyes, right? 
you're going to be able to tell if this person is, is bullshitting you or not, you know, and at the end of the day, it, it's a business, right? And we want to make sure we have the right person for the job. It's not who's most like, who's most popular, you know, or, or none of that, you know, it's not that type of contest. It's not a contest at all, you know, but for some reason, um, you know, when, when the human aspect gets in there, um, things get misconstrued, you know, I'm all about building a team, right? Every organization I go to, if I can help it, I'm going to bring the people along that I've groomed, right? That I spent time with, or I know personally, because I know what they're capable of, you know, that's kind of like the cheat code to, to building a great organization. But sometimes you play the cards you're dealt. You have to, you got no choice, right? Um, you, you're not getting other people, you know, so you have to develop them. And if you can't develop, you can't delegate, which means it's going to be all on you as the leader. You know, you're the, the single point of failure, you know, and then when, when something happens and you're taken out of, you know, the organization or you have to go do X, Y, and Z, guess what? The organization is going to suffer because you're not there, right? So developing, you know, will, will allow you to delegate. And once you're able to delegate, then you manage, right? It's not a big deal. And, you know, again, you're managing people when you put them in the right position, right? You're putting them in the position to win. And as long as you're doing that, you don't have to worry about it because you already know they're proficient in those things. And, um, you know, it just kind of bothered me, you know, yesterday talking about the counseling process because that's how you get to know somebody. And it's not to say like you have to use an app to do it, but the fact that we have an app now, you know, to make it more convenient or, you know, less of an excuse of why we're not counseling. Like if you're not having that, you know, direct feedback and you're not, you know, having that one-on-one -on -one conversation and you're not looking somebody in the eyes and telling them where they stand with you uh, in the organization as a leader, what they need to work on, what they need to develop. Um, you know, shit, it's, um, it's a lost art and it's bad. And, um, you see that, you know, you see that in organizations and I get calls all the time, right? People are like, you know, JD, man, where I'm at right now, it's just, it's toxic, right? It's counterproductive. You know, people are just talking crazy. Soldiers do what they want, right? You know, leaders aren't engaged, blah, 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 you know, and I'm not part of their organization. You know, all I can do is mentor, right? All I can do is provide my feedback. Uh, if I was in that situation, this is what I would do. Or, hey, I've, I've dealt with something like that and this is what I did. Um, and just give the best advice possible. But if we got talent management right, would, would I even have a job? Probably not. You know, everything would be great. And, uh, you know, if we were able to always get it right, um, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have conversations like this. We wouldn't have this type of dialogue because everything would be great. And, uh, it's just not the way of the world. You know, sometimes people slip through the cracks. Sometimes, you know, you don't have a choice. And, um, I just hate that 
you know, retention sucks, right? We're not keeping people in because the climate's down, uh, because one or two bad apples are in positions to make people's lives miserable. And I've seen it. I've gotten out of the army because of it, right? Um, when I first came in, like my squad leader had white power tattooed on his arms. You want to talk about crazy climate, right? I, 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 they made it paint. They painted me out to be the one with as the problem. I was the issue. And, um, you know, what leader in today's world, army, uh, corporation, uh, would allow that, you know, that shit would be unheard of. Nobody would put up with that. Right. Um, but that's the times I grew up in and, and, you know, fast forward to where we're at today. It's, um, you know, it, it's not that extreme, you know, there, there's stupidness going on because people aren't taking care of people, you know, individuals and, you know, lower, lower level leaders, hell, even senior leaders, you know, they're in it for their own selfish reasons. Right. Um, I can't call it. I, I, I have no clue, right. Why people do the things that they do. Right. But I often have to hear about it because people that work with me, people that know me or people that heard about me, right. And who I am and, you know, what I stand for and, and, you know, the great lengths I go to help people out. Um, I get a lot of feedback and, um, it's not that I, I don't like the feedback. I mean, this is what I do and why I do what I do. Right. And why I'm still doing it. You know, when people stop calling, it's time for me to go, you know, and that's something else, right? If nobody's calling you, asking you for information or, you know, wanting to know your advice, you're probably the problem. You should probably go, right? Because you're not helping the situation. So I don't know, just my thoughts um, on talent management and kind of what I see and what I hear uh, circulating around. And, um, you know, we, we got to do better, you know, myself included, you know, people get complacent in positions that they're in and, and what it is that they're doing and, and life happens and things happen. And I get all that. Right. Um, but we got to do better, especially if you're in charge of people, if you're in charge of a, or a charge of an organization, like you have those responsibilities, you assume those responsibilities. Um, so handle them, right? Listen, be humble. Uh, stay hungry and stay active. So with that, that's my final thought. Uh, you're, you're, uh, I appreciate your time and I appreciate you, you know, stopping by and listening to me. But uh, till next time, you're on the mic with me, JD. Thank you.